Gavin Gray is with us now out of the UK. Gavin, what brought this on? Why is Bojo saying this? Yeah, very interesting, isn't it? Uh, because I think maybe he's just trying to uh, uh, reattach himself to the women's cause, as it were, support for women. Of course, we've seen uh, uh, support generally for him um, drifting away over all sorts of uh, uh, claims and allegations and party gate, of course. And, of course, having had several children by several women. Anyway, maybe I'm just being unkind. But these comments about uh, that Vladimir Putin would never have invaded uh, with this crazy macho invasion, to use Boris Johnson's words, um, if he were a woman. And he said that uh, there should be more women in positions of power. Well, hello, New Zealand. Has he, has he met Angela Merkel and, of course, Jacinda Ardern before? But anyway... His point, I think, is valid. It is getting some traction. I think it will also actually get him some support here in the UK from women who are sick of a male-dominated agenda. Two prime ministers, Margaret Thatcher and uh, Theresa May, have been women. But, of course, other than that, women still not really featured that prominently in the cabinet and on the front bench, despite attempts by this government to change that. But all eyes today on the uh, NATO meeting in Madrid, both on those comments, but also Boris Johnson, I think, demanding that the NATO members spend much more on defence. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, let's speak about a, a, a female leader who is causing him all kinds of problems, Nicola Sturgeon. So she wants another referendum, does she? Yes, I think she might be the exception to the rule about <laughs> wanting more women uh, in positions of power. So Nicola Sturgeon has come out and said, right, we're going to hold a referendum on the 19th of October 2023. Now, the question, however, remains, of course, is that actually uh, she can only be given permission to hold a referendum from the British government. In other words, Boris Johnson back in Westminster. So Nicola Sturgeon is saying, actually, well, we are going to examine that piece of legislation in the Supreme Court here in Scotland and are asking them really to rule on whether the Scottish government has the power to hold a vote without British government approval. Uh, now, the British government, Boris Johnson's party, always saying now is not the time. We had one. It was supposed to be once in a generation. Not that many years have passed. So consequently, we don't think now is the time. And also, you do need our permission. So this whole permission thing is to be looked at now in court. And what I think uh, uh, in this risky strategy Nicola Sturgeon is trying to do is to force the prime minister's hand, hoping to win it in court. And if she doesn't, basically then uh, say the Scottish National Party at the next election are a single ticket, a single policy uh, party. And that policy is for independence. And that may make it very difficult for Boris Johnson, if they do very well in those elections on that ticket, uh, for Boris Johnson to say, no, you're still not having it because I don't want you to have it. So I think she's playing a bit of a game here with this Nicola Sturgeon. And it'd be very interesting to see how Number 10 Downing Street and Whitehall responds to her. Yeah, she'll outplay him. Hey, how did this art heist um, unfold? This sounds fascinating. Uh, fascinating, but very dramatic and amazingly brazen. So there is an art fair, an annual art fair in the Netherlands, in the Dutch city of Maastricht. Uh, and, of course, it's, you know, it is for those who are interested in jewellery and fine art. But also it's a, a, an area where lots of traders gather. Uh, and amazingly, in amongst those uh, refined people, all of a sudden, um, four men in flat caps, uh, arrived and started smashing cases with a sledgehammer. Two accomplices kept the visitors away. 
At one point, apparently, a visitor picked up a large vase in an apparent attempt to halt the robbery, but was then threatened and quickly put it back. Now, two suspects from Belgium have been arrested a short distance away. Um, but this is not the first time that this particular art fair has come into problems um, because actually uh, there was uh, uh, another example back in 2010 when a pink sapphire platinum ring owned by a London jeweler was reportedly stolen again in Maastricht. So plenty of people are speculating about the cheek of these people, but also the force with which they were able to get some items. Gavin, thank you for telling us about that stuff. That's Gavin Gray, our UK correspondent.